Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Well, good morning, and welcome to the Empress of Biz. Second time in one week. We are really thrilled because we have been talking about some of my favorite things and talking about uh, Women's History Month, Her Story Month, and I thought this would be a good uh, follow-up as as we are making history. We made it certainly in January, and there is a special um, breakfast coming up on um, March 22nd, and it is hosted by Dawn Pamebo, who is the Executive Director uh, Win, and she is going to be talking about what Win is, what she's doing, and then we're going to be talking to her presenters. So, good morning and welcome to Dawn. Uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're delighted. Now, you're down in sunny Florida right now, right? I am. We're having absolutely beautiful weather. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. That's all I can say. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You are uh, right now, um, you are the uh, founder and executive director of of WIN. Would you like to talk about what WIN is first? Sure. Um, we are the National Association of the Women's Interactive Network, and uh, we our mission is to help the personal and professional development of women across the United States. And we do that um, in a variety of ways. Um, number one, we network with a purpose. The women who participate with us are professional women who are willing to give back. They're at a time in their life that they're giving back, not just, um, you know, to charities, but also to other women, you know, helping and mentoring and networking and education. So every single event that we host, no matter what city that we're in, um, has a component of that, of the mentoring, networking, and education. And, you know, we've touched so many lives and we're just really excited, especially for this wonderful event that's coming up in two weeks. Uh, would you tell me about this event that you're having on March 22nd? Sure. It's called Empowered, Determined, and United. And uh, we're hosting it at 7.30 in the morning at uh, Gatano's Banquet Center and Restaurant, uh, which is located on uh, at 1617 Banksville Road in Pittsburgh. And uh, we're doing that in conjunction with the Women's um, Independent Press with Anna Marie Gear. And uh, we're talking about the the lessons learned. As 25,000 women had converged in Pittsburgh uh, back in January, um, we're very excited to learn about, you know, what happened, how it got pulled together, and all of the, the great things that Anna Marie can, can share with us. And, of course, we have our other speakers, um, that you know that we'll be talking about as well. Okay, and um, we also have Diane Paul with us, Paul on us, who uh, was um, also involved in the uh, the uh, march, and was also um, is um, co-chair uh, for national outreach for the Black Women for Positive Change. I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about when before uh, we we talk to your um, 
your presenters. Um, now, what are the upcoming events besides this one? What are some of the plans or things you'd like to share about when? Uh, sure. Um, well, we have the National Association, so for those individuals who are not able to participate in a local chapter, they can always participa participate with us uh, through social media and through some of our webinars and things that we host. Um, we have uh, the Pittsburgh chapter. We have a Sarasota chapter that we just launched down here in Florida, so I'm happy to participate here as well. And, um, and we have events that happen at all different times of the year and different times of the day as well as different days of the week. We try to fit different things in to fit uh, schedules um, for everyone regardless of what profession that they're in. So the best way to find out what we have going on is to go directly to our website and if you go to www.na-win.com you'll be able to see the things that we're doing on a national level and also visit our chapters and see um, what our directors at the local chapters are doing for us. Okay, great. Um, we have um, a number of, um, we have, what, well, this, this March 22nd, why did you pick this topic? topic? Well, when I was um, being down here in Florida, I was not able to participate in the Women's March in Pittsburgh, and I wanted to do something special to honor, honor the people that put it together, honor the women there, and my heart, of course, as you all know, belongs there in Pittsburgh, and I wanted to be there in person. I was there in spirit, um, so I wanted to do something to help highlight some of the, the special things that have happened. So, you know, with the things that uh, Anna Marie had put together and how, you know, the the trials and tribulations that she went through that day, as long as as long as well with all the information that Diane Powell can share with us, um, and in what they're seeing on a national level, uh, it, you know, it just seemed like the the appropriate thing to do is to pull us all together. And it, and we have an amazing young artist, Claire Paulin, who had put together the poster um, that really inspired the name of the event, and it's Empowered, Determined, and United. Hear our voice. And uh, it's just amazing the the things that have come out of this, the positive change and the unity and everything else that we've seen. Yeah, I, I'm very, uh, very impressed by it. I wanted to know this poster. Can that be purchased, by the way? It can. Um, you'll be able to purchase the poster along with some of her other works of art. So we encourage everyone to definitely attend the event, uh, but also, you know, Come prepared. Be prepared to support uh, this amazing artist. Mm -hmm. I, and I did want to add just one of the reasons I'm so interested in Women's History Month. It's been something that um, uh, I guess since a little girl, when <laughs> my mother was really, uh, she was saying women's stories weren't told, and she used to tell me some stories. She was interested in it too. But I'm also president of the Pennsylvania Women's Hall Achievement. And our goal is to make sure that women's stories are heard, to collect them and preserve them and have a place that here in our region that uh, women can hear and their daughters and their sons and anyone else because so often our contributions are just um, ignored where I, I always say if they have a sports hall of fame, we can have a woman's hall or some type of thing that says, look what we've done. And if it wasn't, um, 
you know, for our contributions, um, it would be um, uh, we'd be a lot uh, further back. <laughs> or my mother used to say, we'd still be in the trees. So, and I agree with her. So, <laughs> but we are delighted to have our two guests. And I want to start with Anna Marie, who I've I've known for a long time, and. She is also, um, besides organizer, one of the organizers of this march. Anna Marie Patricia Gare is the uh, uh, publisher of Women's Independent Press and also the founder of the Author Zone. Welcome, Anna Marie. Hi, Joanne. Thank you for having me. Just a little thing there. The last name is Petrarca Geyer. Okay. So, what um, inspired you to get um, to get this moving? Well, I had a conversation with um, uh, Diane Fletcher, and we were just talking about what we could do in Pittsburgh um, to celebrate that event, because neither one of us were going to Washington, D.C., and it just, I don't know, the conversation just eventually uh, ended up in, let's do a march, and so I, I thought about it for a few minutes, and um, then I, I did a little bit of investigation, uh, you know, how you could go about doing it, I contacted the city, found out about the permit, put out a request to numerous people that I know because organizing it seriously was not something that I wanted to do initially. I just wanted to kind of start it and get it moving. Um, put out that request. Um, a couple people said, you know, cute things like, I think you're crazy. Um, but some people responded. And before I knew it, we had a meeting at uh, Panera. And, um, you know, there were a number of people who were interested in organizing. One of the things that I noticed right away was that we had no women of color nobody from the LBGTQ community, and I was worried about how that would um, take place because I know that this has been an issue since the suffragette movement when white women had excluded women of color, you know, saying that they just wanted to deal with one issue at a time, uh, sexism, without realizing, of course, that racism was a great part of that um, oppression. So anyway, um, things got started from there, and, and then it got worse from there. Well, actually, let me clarify that. It got worse from there, but it it was an incredibly important lesson. Um, At least I took it that way. Well, what you're saying is that in organizing and getting everybody included, um, and, you know, some of the the issues that we run into is we do pick one issue at a time. It doesn't mean it's right, but we do, and... um, Prohibition became one issue that uh, sidetracked the women's movement, and um, uh, but God, they worked at that for forever. <laughs> you see how well that worked. But um, you're right; we need to have everyone involved. And one of the people that I believe you reached out uh, for was um, uh, Diane Paul. You are uh, Diane. Welcome to the Empress of Biz. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. You are um, speaking this March 22nd on um, being inclusive in divisive times, and I think that's very important. Uh, I know that you are uh, co-chair for Outreach for Black Women for Positive Change. Would you um, tell me, first of all, what your organization is? Sure. Um, Black Women for Positive Change is really a national volunteer network of what we call progressive women and men who who can also join. We call them good brothers. But our goal is really to change the culture of violence in our country and, secondly, to work to improve conditions 
particularly for the middle class and working class families with an emphasis on the African American community. Um, we are an interfaith, interracial group. Um, we have worked actively around the country, um, volunteering our services to spread the word of violence prevention, to develop programs and, and host forums, which urge people to join together to make our communities safer. Um, we have a number of initiatives where we have reached out to young people um, to teach them alternatives to violence and conflict resolution. I've assembled pa uh, panels of experts to address those topics and to really just spread the message of nonviolence and to always look for alternatives to violence. And then lastly, we've also produced and financed socially responsible films that help us get that message across. And to date, we've um, completed two films. One is called On Second Thought, and it's, it's a film that's based on young people and an actual experience with gun violence. And the message, again, encourages them to think twice before they react violently and the impact that that can have on your life and, and uh, your family and those that are your friends. And then we also have a, a film called Red Flags of Domestic Violence. We're also proud to announce that um, we just p finished our third film, and it's called The Drop. And the emphasis there is to discourage youth from dropping out of high school, the economic impact of, of that type of decision, the fact that sadly for African-American males, those that drop out typically end up in prison at a, a much larger rate than the rest of society, and the impact that that has on the rest of your life. So we're trying to promote education and nonviolence and, and helping working class families. It's a, a very important mission. But also, um, I wanted to add, because I, I've done a lot of work in um, rural America, and the um, the solution to many times um, is to pick up a gun instead of, I mean, it's almost like, you know, you're in the Wild West. And and I, I fear for all of us, because I, I see our media, I see our, the movies that glamorize this. Is um, how do you combat that? Sadly, uh, you know, violence tends to be glorified in our society. There's a constant media barrage, um, news reports, TV shows, movies, where violence is often glorified and, and made to look very appealing. And unfortunately, those messages lead to ultimately to desensitization. So we have to stand up and challenge those messages and present alternatives so that people are more aware of what they're taking in, what impact that has on their children. And basically, as parents, we have to teach our children how to handle conflict without resorting to violence. Mm -hmm. um, I would like, how does one, uh, is there a local chapter here in Pittsburgh that people could join? Oh, sure. I, I am the liaison for that. We have chapters around the country. Um, we're headquartered in Washington, D.C., but we have members in D.C., Maryland, Georgia, 
Nebraska, Los Angeles. We're all around the country, Denver, Colorado. So we're growing and are actively recruiting new members. So we encourage people to check out our website and sign on if they're you know, interested in working towards this mission. Uh, would you please share that website? It's www.blackwomenforpositivechange.org. And the word for, F-O-R, is spelled out, right? Yes, it is. Okay, so that's blackwomenforpositivechange.org. Yes. Um, Okay, I'm going to be back to you because I, I want to. Um, there's a couple things I'm going to be asking. Is well, first of all, how did you get um, connected to Anne Marie? Um, I've had the occasion of uh, attending luncheon meetings where Anne has been present, and and she's talked about her Women's Independent Network, and I've seen her um, directory, but I've never had the occasion to meet her. But um, she was referred to me by a local councilwoman, Natalia Rudiak, and she reached out to, to me and our organization and encouraged us to join forces with her for the Women's March in Pittsburgh, and we were happy to do so. Ah, uh, That's how. And, and, and I will be asking, coming back, and um, one of the things I want to ask you is a, a woman or several women that you have admired that you would like to... Uh, you know, give a shout out to a woman that I admire. Uh-huh. Um, well, there are I'll be, ba- of I'll women. be back. <laughs> I'll be back to you on that. So I'll let you think about that for a minute. I'm going to okay. go to Anne Marie, and then same all thing right. with you, Dawn. I'm going to be asking you also. All right. Wonderful. Because we want. Okay, Anne Marie, uh, you put together the march, or you were working with a number of groups. Uh, first thing I want you said you had to find. I think I want to, like, when people go, I'm going to do a march. First of all, let's concentrate on what did you have to do to make it legal? Well, there there was a, you had to apply for a permit, but I found out in applying for the permit but it, that it's a First Amendment right. So um, you really didn't need a permit, even though we really did get a permit because there were an awful lot of people that ended up showing up. But it wasn't a hard process. You know, we had, I had to say how many people were going to come, and initially I said 400 people. Um, so I had to fill out the application and send it in, and this all had to be done rather quickly because it, it, from start to finish, it was less than three weeks. Um, wow. Yeah, it was amazing how much took place in that three-week period. And some of the people who organized this who really, you know, like Nan, I can't think of her right, last name right this second, but she organizes the Irish Festival in Pittsburgh. Um, and there were several other women there who just put together an amazing um, program, you know, getting together the soundstage, um, getting together the speakers, when I mean, we all had a part in picking speakers from around the community. Um, so it, these people really just did a great job. I'm sure you asked me a question. I'm not sure if I actually answered it. but um, Okay. So you started with, you know, you, you found out you could get a permit, and that was first fairly easy. Um, did that permit cost money? I'm just, you know, no, I'm just trying no. to give. No, it didn't cost money because, again, it was the First Amendment right to um, uh, free speech, to assembly. So there was no, no cost involved to it at all. Now, th- this, again, it took three weeks from start to finish. When I did that, um, and again, I, I, I did this really quickly. You know, when you have a business and something needs to be done, you just pretty much do it. Um, so yeah. I did that, and then I put out a request on Facebook, Twitter, um, email, contacts, people that I knew, Women and Girls Foundation, Natalia Rudiak's office, 
um, anybody that I can think of who would be good at organizing or who, who would be better at organizing than I am, something to that um, degree. Anyway, I put that out. I got several responses. I think there were about 10 people who responded. Um, and I said, let's do a meeting. I had no idea who these people were. I didn't know any of them. I didn't know um, anything about them. Um, we just had this meeting at Panera, like within a, within a few days of applying for the permit. Um, and that's when, you know, things sort of took place. Um, people started saying what they would do. And, again, I, I, I reiterated the fact that it needed to be more, my word was inclusive. And really what it needed to be, I, I think what the, the one thing I learned from this was intersectional feminism, which is that all of these oppressions sort of intersect together and it becomes more complicated with each each intersection. If you're if you're black, if you're a woman, if you're uh, a gay woman, all this stuff sort of comes together to, um, you know, to really cause problems. Um, so anyway, this is where we went. And there was a problem on the Facebook page where one of the people, one of the administrators of the page that was with this particular group um, blocked a woman of color who, who merely asked the question, is this a white feminist march? Um, that yeah. created a huge problem. Um, and then it just sort of went from there. But you also learned from this, and then you also learned that we, we um, you learned from it, and I, uh, um, of pulling all kinds of groups together. And I think that, that um, and anytime you do something first, because in one of my lives, I, you know, I do events. <laughs> the first event, I mean, who knows? Um, uh, first event is always, um, has uh, its bumps, downs, and uh, brick bats, uh, but you guys did. I mean, 25,000 people showed up. I know. I remember when we went downtown that day, I, w- I met with one of the original organizers, and we stopped and had coffee, and as we walked back to the courthouse, um, yeah, to the courthouse, and all of a sudden all these people were there, and I thought, oh, my God, this is way more than you know, a couple thousand people, which is we sort of ended up thinking would be. And then there was just amazing. I mean, Grand Street was covered with people, and, you know, when they were walking down to Market Square, it was an amazing number of people there. And, you know, I think it was Jay Costa who stopped me and said, you know, there's about 25,000 people here. And I I truly was stunned. I mean, it was like, oh, my God, I took pictures, and I was just so amazed at the amount of people and the different people that showed up, you know, old, young, um, different races. I loved the babies that were there and the dogs and we even had people, one woman called me from the pro-life movement and said, would she be welcome there? And I said, absolutely, because this is a march about about women, and I don't think that we should exclude anybody. It doesn't matter whether I agree with her or not. Um, so there was a woman there from the pro-life movement, too. So it was a really nice mix. And unfortunately, the women of color who did the March in East Liberty weren't there, and that was really very unfortunate, and, and I take some responsibility for that. Well, next, um, is there... Well, let me, how did the police, because they were surprised at how many people showed up. How They were great. I mean, I was in touch with, um, I think it was Sergeant Ripple. I could be making up that last name, but I think that was his name. He um, called me, and, you know, they, they, as they saw more people coming, there were a few more police there, but it was very orderly. Um, The people, um, yeah, they had the motorcycle escort down Fifth Avenue over to Market Square, and, uh, it was great. I mean, people were chanting, people were talking, people were laughing. They were having a great time. And again, the and you speakers. were you I'm had sorry. great weather, right? Oh my God! Couldn't have asked for a better day. It was like sixty or seventy degrees. I don't know. It was just great. And people around, you know how Pittsburgh is. You got or everywhere, 
you know, I got your shorts and sandals on that day as soon as the sun comes out a little bit. It's like it's I know. It's summer for Pittsburgh, you know. So um, it well, was great. It was a beautiful yeah. representation. It was a beautiful day. And, you know, there are some things that could have been done differently. And if this ever happens again, which I will not do again, um, I'm hoping that it will be done in a different way. I'd like to be a part of it, though. Yeah. What do you see came out of that day? I mean, it's coming out. I mean, that day was all over literally the world. Mm-hmm. What do you see how, coming out of that? Are you still talking to me? Yes, I am. And then I'll, I'll go back to, to uh, Diane on that question, too. Well, I see a big movement coming. I see, you know, the Women's March in Washington, D.C. has taken the lead. Um, there are a number of groups all around the country, around the world, for that matter, that are, participa- are participating in you know, demonstrations or marches or things called huddles, which are groups of people that are coming together that were a part of those bigger marches, and they're organizing around making change politically and uh, socially. So it's it's been a really great uh, movement. It's it's kind of very exciting. It's only been two months. I mean, when you think about it, this just came about. Uh, people started thinking about it, and well, it's actually more than two months, November or December, and then, you know, the march itself just took place in January. And a lot has taken place. There are a lot of people involved, people who have said to me, you know, I never thought that I could do anything like this. I never thought that I had the ability to go out and march and, and, you know, express my anger at what was going on. So I think a lot of good is going to come from this. I really do. Um, Diane, you were there. Um, What were your impressions? Um, The march was... Um, an amazing experience just to see that number of women come together for a common cause was just inspirational and to be a part of a movement that was occurring worldwide really made me feel good um i you always want to see more african american involvement more people of color but for those that were there we were delighted to see them one of my first impressions were a group of young African-American women kind of led the race. They were right in the middle in the very front, and they were walking down Fifth Avenue. So it was an impressive event, and it was good to be a part of it. One of the um, – your speech, um, you're going to be talking about being inclusive in divided times, and – uh, well, this are well. This is well. Depending on who you are, it's a turbulent time for you because um, of the rights that we we all cherish. Um, it seems they are very vulnerable. Um, what will you be talking about at the uh, the breakfast? I'm still formulating um, what what I may focus on that particular day. But the need for in inclusiveness in, in a divided culture is something that the entire country is grappling with. Um, it seems as if sometimes civility has been thrown out the window where regards for other people's rights are being questioned. And there's just a certain level of of hostility that is being expressed that it's imperative that, that we as women and if people of color take a stand to make sure that our voices are heard and that the issues that we raise are legitimate. They need to be addressed in our society, and and our voices need to be heard. 
Definitely. I was blessed in such a way that um, I was raised in a neighborhood where, you know, you you had everybody all and every you know and I really didn't think there was a difference and until I went more to high school and then I you know and so I had been blessed from the very beginning that I had been raised in where um people of all colors were together and races races and religion and ethnicity and like it was like isn't the world like this so that was a shock to me um and um, I'm very glad that I, I I was blessed with that because the the wonderful cultures and the time and and uh, uh, <laughs> you know we had our differences and we should celebrate mm-hmm. our our differences and 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 welcome the things that make each cultural group unique because we each have something to contribute and to learn from one another. Yes, and we are. They contribute to the wonderful, wonderful fabric of human experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to. Um, I'm Dawn. We've been talking about this event. Um, let's give some more details and uh, how people can register in that. Sure. Um, the registration is live right now. Uh, you can go to our Pittsburgh chapters website. And it is the address is Pittsburgh spelled out dot na hyphen win dot com, and on the front page of our website there is a link um, for our calendar that uh, has a little box that says register here. Uh, you can go online and register. We ask that everyone share this event um, on social media, let people know that you're going, and um, you know, and, and bring someone with you, help someone else, um, you know, who might benefit from. From learning about this. Definitely. And there's a couple telephone numbers I noticed that people can call too. Um, I have them here. 412-963-6311 or 412-563-6712, which I think is yours, Anna Marie, right? Four one two five six three six seven one two. Right. I had to think about right. what my phone number was. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't dial yourself, you know. And uh, definitely, um, I plan to be there. Uh, there's vendor tables available too, right? Yes, and we would love for people to, um, you know, to bring their wares out, um, whether it's something that they're selling or information that they want to share about their own company, but, you know, our purpose is about, you know, is for helping the personal and professional development of women, and uh, and, and we do want to support our, our local women-owned businesses, uh, which is one reason why, you know, we have it at, um, you know, at Catano's. Uh, it's an amazing uh, facility that is owned by a woman, and she supports us, Anna Gatano supports um the women in business uh, throughout Pittsburgh. So absolutely, if you have something that you would like to share or a table, please um, reach out to us uh, to become a vendor. Okay. Um, Dawn, I'm going to ask you that. Who is the the woman that you has made an impression on you that you uh, would like to talk about? Uh, sure. Um, you know, I think it's pretty easy. One of my very good friends, um, and she's also the assistant executive director at WIN, is Lisa Freeman. And Lisa has been with me from the beginning in the uh, transition of WIN into our national organization. 
And she has just, herself, she has just come out in full bloom and is now president of the Ramp Foundation. She's vice president at Freeman Realty. Uh, she has her own um, uh, blog that she writes on. She's a writer, uh, columnist, and she's been recognized uh, over the past year for many different awards uh, for everything that she's doing in those communities. So, um, you know, and Lisa has always been there to support me and to help me and to help me grow. So, you know, I, I really thank Lisa for all of the hard work she's done over the many years. That's great. Um, will she be there? Uh, yes, our... she will be. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I think I've met her, but I want to make sure that um, I uh, I meet her again because having a good friend who's willing to support you is uh, really uh, important. And so we look forward to uh, meeting her. Uh, Anne-Marie, uh, who's the woman that... Um, either past living uh, that um, you admire and you'd like to, to, to talk about? Well, I, I think I always say her name every year since I've known her. Um, Eileen Hodge, she's since passed away. She was an incredibly good friend. She let me know when I was 23, 24 that I had some worth and could get out of a really horribly abusive situation. And she was just always there, just quietly giving me advice when I wanted it and not giving me advice when I didn't want it. So she was an amazing influence in my life, and I'm forever grateful for her um, just being. You know, so. And the other thing I have to say for, about the march, you know, there were some good things that came out of it. One of the good things that came out of it was meeting Diane Powell. who we're working on another project together, and I'm really um, excited about having met her. And I think that we have some uh, good thing coming up in, in um, October. Right, Diane? Yes, we we do, and thank you very much for saying that. That was very kind. Very kind. Uh, yeah. Um, well, who wants to say what the event is? Do you want to publicize it now, or Diane? You have to talk about your favorite woman first. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite would be our one of our founders, Dr. Stephanie Myers. She's um, she lives in Washington D.C., but she's a true visionary, and she gives back to the community from her heart. She's been at the forefront of advocating to stop violence in our country it's ever since 2012 when um, Trayvon Martin was shot and killed. And since then, she has just worked tirelessly to build our organization and to raise awareness and to educate the public on the need to step back from violence and to, to figure out how to get along with one another without resorting to, you know, shooting someone, hitting someone, attacking someone's character. There are other ways of, of conflict resolution that, that need to be explored. And she's just been a, a real gem of a person, and I admire her very much. It's great to have women like that in your life. Mm -hmm. um, what is your October event? October, we're doing the Author Zone, and we're bringing in a very special guest speaker, Reverend Dr. Barbara Reynolds, who is a journalist and an author. Um, she recently wrote the new biography about Coretta Scott King called My Life, My Love, My Legacy. And mm. we want to, to bring her in to talk about 
her personal relationship with Coretta Scott King and her experience with writing the book. And she's a phenomenal woman, highly educated, with loads of good stories to share. I'm very excited about that, by the way. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Diane, I would love to interview her on The Empress of Biz. I think this would be a wonderful interview. That would be awesome. I'm sure she'd be willing. I'll be calling you then. Okay. Um, Ladies, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, Just one last thought from each one of you. Um, Dawn, one last thing you'd like to say. The thing that I would like to say is is really to share that, you know, we're, as women, we need to support each other. And regardless of whether we agree on all of our points, we need to support each other and bring each other up and not bring each other down. Anne-Marie? I, you know, I, I certainly don't disagree with that. And we, we need to, um, just we need to do so many things. But we need to keep it going. We need to not go backwards. We need to go forwards not only with, Women's rights, but women's rights, but also with with women. Period. We need to find ways to connect, and as white women, we need to really work on that. Okay. And I said, Happy International um, Women's Day. We are pretty damn good, I think. I think we are too. Perfect. And Diane, what would you like to share? Um, two things. I just think women rock. Um, the world <laughs> is much better with us in it. <laughs> yes. And yes. I would also like to remind our listeners that um, Black Women for Positive Change is inviting faith leaders to join us for an interfaith prayer call for the safety of Jewish, Muslim, Christian, Hindu, and all Americans from diverse walks of life, faiths, races, and nationalities. The call will be on Thursday, March 9th at 8 o'clock. The number to dial is 712-770-4010 and the access code 111-641-POUND. Uh, Diane, would you repeat that again? So, seven one two seven seven zero four zero one zero, and the access code is one 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 six four one pound, and it's an interfaith prayer call. Okay, is that three ones or four ones there? Three ones, one 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 six four one. Okay, one eleven. Okay, all right. Okay, um, I really thank you. And on uh, International Women's Day, as Diane uh, said, we rock. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I love it. Um, also that, you know, we, we um, I want to like people to think about, you know, our stories, our lives. Uh, we need to preserve them. Uh, please take a look at the Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement on Facebook. Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement, um, taking time to uh, post about women who you may not know but who have made significant contributions. And then I'm asking people to go on there and put someone that impresses you that has made a difference in your life. Our stories, our lives, they count. Let's make sure that everyone hears them. Again, ladies, thank you for your time and um, congratulations and kudos to you for all you do. Thank you, and see you on March 22nd. Thanks, Joanne. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, all.